1: while listening to Channel Africa. Getting news from an African perspective, something that we do not shy away from. Remember that if you're listening to us on shortwave, we are still on the frequency 7230 kilohertz on the 41-meter band to southern Africa. And our DSTV channel is channel 802 on the audio bouquet. Don't forget that you can also stream us live internationally on www.channelafrica.co.za. Thank you for joining me for today's version of African Dialogue where we contextualize the big subject matters on the African continent. Well, today we're coming back to looking at the Democratic Republic of Congo and looking at the latest developments opposed to the elections. Former President Joseph Kabila's coalition will have a say in choosing the next Prime Minister of the Democratic Republic of Congo. This is according to an agreement between his coalition and that of the incumbent president. Uh, the DRC election which was marred by violence and chaos saw Felix Jisic Kadi won despite rumors that he had struck a deal with Kabila. The statement issued by the Kabila and Chisekedi faction said the move was part of their common will to govern together as part of a coalition government. It further said the coalition government aims to preserve the achievements of the historic peaceful transfer of power that took place on January 24, 2019 to strengthen the climate of peace and the stability of the country. Walter well, Sisters on this particular subject matter. Joining us from South Africa in Pretoria, we've got Advocate Sipo Mandula, who's a researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa. And joining us from uh, uh, the UK, we've got Dr. Ruben Lofman, who's a lecturer in African history and Deputy Director of Taught Programs at the School of History the, at uh, the University of uh, London. Uh, so thank you both for giving us your time. But let me see if I can establish connection with both of you. Uh, Advocate Mandula, are you there? Can you hear me clearly? fresh morning, my my brother and to the listeners, I'm there. Fantastic. It's great to have <laughs> you back on our program. Uh, for the first time, we have uh, Dr. Lofman. Uh, Dr. Lofman, thank, thank you, you for, for answering my email last week. So it's great to have you on uh, the program because I've been following some of your work in terms of your academic analysis of uh, African politics. So thank you for your uh, time here on African Dialogue.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Well, let, let me start, start with you, Dr. Dr. Loffman, in terms of looking at the post-environment after the elections politically, in terms of what does uh, the current president, Felix Chisikedi, have to gain with actually having a coalition uh, with the former president, Joseph Kabila? It's a very interesting twist.
2: Very interesting twist, as you say. I think what he has to gain from this is that he can't really govern without the majority party in the National Assembly. So he has to do some kind of deal, or at least he has to try and work with Joseph Kavala or the FCC in general, otherwise he won't be able to get any bills through the National Assembly. So he has a lot to gain in terms of that, but of course it's a very, very difficult relationship because rather than Tshikini calling the shots, it could well be that we still see Joseph Kavala calling the shots. And I think that that relationship is going to be extremely important over the years to come.
1: And mm-hmm. let me come to you, Advocate Tassipo Mandula. Do you agree with uh, uh, Dr. Lofman? I mean, I, th- I think that maybe as time goes by, uh, the assertion of uh, people questioning the validity of uh, these mm-hmm. past elections is going to be actually brought forward. Because even post-elections, mm-hmm. while people were mm-hmm. actually wondering what's happening with the uh, ballot box, people were saying that Kabila was actually the, the puppeteer in the background. No, that's
3: quite true to agree with the, with your guest to say that even with the uh, <clears throat> number of votes that uh, Kabila's party have managed to garner in these elections, what is key is that coalition politics in Africa is something that it has become a new phenomenon, that uh, as we have stated, that uh, President Sekedi now will be forced to can succumb to the pressure from the Ruling, I mean, from the opposition with the number of votes. Remember that their constitution says that the majority will be the one that will have the prime minister. But at the same time, it still allows the presidential prerogative. Many presidents, again, with only 50 seats. Looking at the seats of Martin Fayula in the parliament again, it is still another difference. So I think, like you are saying, the election validity by the court are still going to be questioned when they're going through this process where they have to fill that vacuum, because there's a vacuum now in terms of the head of the executive, in terms of the prime minister, as well as the key cabinet post, because I think, again, what is at stake, again, is the key cabinet positions from defense to uh, finance as well as to uh, foreign affairs. Those are the key ministries in any government that comes out of election.
1: And with that said, staying with you there, advocate, before I go back to Dr. Lofman, I'm interested in terms of what was highlighted by uh, uh, Dr. Lofman in terms of uh, uh, the strength, in terms of the power uh, that uh, Kabila could gain in terms of this coalition government, because some people would say uh, that uh, he's still a man in charge. No, no, that's quite true. Remember, there was a say that Kabila might be
3: out of the side, but he is. He, he one can say he's behind the scene that as a as a lifetime senator as well, and as well as they will use the weight of institutional memory that we took drc from transition in two thousand and six after the post sun city talks and we managed the two thousand eleven elections but we have failed to have elections in 2016, but be that as it may, we might still have a, what we call institutional memory. And I think the challenge will be from the opposition, people like from Katumbi, from Bemba, from Fayula, that we still feel that Chesekedi has not won these elections, and Kabila is a ruling from behind, not from the greats, but from behind the desk as a former president.
1: Now coming to you, Doctor, I'm interested in the fact of Kabila's reign here uh, because uh, what does this say about the man in terms of this uh, coalition? We know that the Kabila-backed common front of the Congo coalition and Chizikedi's cap for change in a joint statement were trying to say that they're trying to actually create a proper transition for the country. Is this uh, excuse justified or can we still see a man who still claims Clinging to power in the form of Joseph Kabila.
2: I think we can still see a man who's clinging to power. I think that uh, not only do we see the FCC having a majority in the National Assembly, but we also see moments of uh, Felix Tshisekedi expressing his frustration at the coalition. I think recently in Namibia, he said that I, the president that I am, will not be in office, but not in power. And I think that you can start to see that he's feeling resentful at the fact that people are saying that Kabbalah's a puppet. And I think there's no need, if you like, to say that you're not a puppet if you're actually one. So I think I think that Tshikini is a little frustrated by what's happened with regard to the results of the National Assembly and also the fact that Kabbalah still has control. So I think that we need to take Kabbalah very seriously. And also the constitution as it stands in 2006 does not rule Kabbalah out of contention if he wants to stand in 2022. So Kabbalah can still come back technically and because the FCC has so much control legislatively and they will, as the advocate said, they will have a say in who becomes Prime Minister, that it's difficult to see how much power Jishikidi can actually have. And I think that's why Jishikidi is constantly trying to assert that he's still in control. But it's, it's looking increasingly like the opposite.
1: And in that regard, it's very interesting to see where now opposition politics uh, uh, lies now with this particular coalition, especially the fact that it actually excludes Martin Fuyulu, who was another party candidate who was stating that he believes that he was the rightful winner and was cheated uh, from these uh, particular uh, recent elections, Dr. Lofman.
2: Absolutely, and I think that the advocate was entirely correct, I mean, the member the, uh, for example, likewise uh, Katumbe, will feel that they've been robbed here, and likewise for you, he certainly feels like that, and I think is looking at every single channel to challenge Tshikidi Sh- and to try and, I think peacefully, present the case that this government and this coalition is illegitimate. In- The effect that that has, we have yet to see. But I think that it will certainly hurt Tshikidi. And I think the more that camera is seen to push the legislative agenda, the more you'll start to see Tshikidi's presidency being undermined. But as of now, I think the problem for, for you is that there's no constitutional avenue for him to object to, to Shikidi. He doesn't have that much representation in the National Assembly, and he doesn't have any legal recourse to change after the Constitutional Court rebuffed his appeal. So it remains to be seen what actually the coalition behind the can do. All right. We're right.
1: speaking there to Dr. Ruben Lofman, joining us from the University of London. He's the lecturer in African history. And also we've got advocate Sipo Mandula, researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa. Well, do stay in touch with us right here. It's 20 minutes past 11 o'clock. We'll continue our dialogue with our guests. And I think what's also interesting is the fact that now we're heading to a point where also what's going to be determined is how that cabinet is going to be informed in line with this particular uh, coalition and we'll speak about that after this break
0: Welcome to Change Your Game on Channel Africa The African Perspective We are coming to you from Johannesburg right here in South Africa I'm Asanda Beda, your host Change Your Game, the program that promotes open discussion and social dialogue as we highlight real issues in the African entrepreneurship
1: ecosystem
0: Trevor Mumba now joins us in studio to talk about his entrepreneurial and personal journey. Welcome to Change Your Game, Trevor.
1: Thank you so much. Um, it's an honor to be here.
0: Palesa Mukubung, who's a designer. Welcome, Palesa, to Change Your Game. Thank you. Your role at the fourth annual Fashion Without Borders event. I just know that I need to arrive and, and, <laughs> okay. and do my part and do it really, really well. Yeah. Hello. To celebrate African women's achievements, self-emancipation, human rights and democracy, listen to Humanity, Women in Unity, an advocacy radio program against all forms of gender-based discrimination and violence against women. Humanity, Women in Unity, on Channel Africa every Thursday at 5 past 10 Central African Time and every Sunday at 5 past 6 Central African Time. Humanity, Women in Unity with Dr. Amalea Gones Malka. Every Thursday at 5 past 10 Central African Time and every Sunday morning at 5 past 6 Central African Time. Channel Africa, celebrating African women's achievements. The voice of the African Renaissance from an African perspective.
1: Yes, thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa. Remember that if you're listening to us internationally, outside of the continent, and even parts of the continent that don't have access to our um, our shortwave service, you can listen to us on www.channelafrica.co.za. And if you're listening to us on shortwave, we're on the frequency 7230 kilohertz on the 41 meter band to southern Africa. And uh, don't forget uh, that we're also on DSTV in some side, countries uh, they can access us on that dstv bouquet channel 802 and uh, today i'm not alone as usual usually we have a panel of experts and today we're joined by dr ruben lofman who's a lecturer in african history and, and deputy director of uh, taught programs in the school of history at the university of london and also we have advocate uh, sipo mandula who is a researcher at the institute for dispute resolution in africa uh, Advocate Sir Cipamantula, let me come to you in terms of uh, what this coalition actually means in regards to the formation of uh, the cabinet and also uh, the leadership structures. Whether we're talking around the army and also within the context of uh, security in the country, what's at stake here? <coughs> Thank you very much. I think what is
3: at 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 stake here is the executive authority that has to come into. Existence and even the ethical, because as, as you'll understand the DRC has been plunged with corruption. Uh, the key cabinet posts have raised that the military and security and foreign relations. This is what always keeps the country as DRC as vast as it is to be in- intact with the international relations. We need the foreign ministry uh, to even confirm ambassadors in various African countries. The issue of the military security has been a, a key challenge in the DRC transition, whether it's elections or not elections. And finally, I think the mining sector, the mineral sector, that is one of the areas that the DRC has not been doing very well. And if they can link in that ministry, and I think the key other ministry, it will be around the nation building and social cohesion. If they don't create a ministry that will look at the, nation building of the DRC post the elections of 2018, I don't think that they will be managing that aspect. Finance as well, Treasury, and as well as the key ministries that will include agriculture, they have to be, at least as you are saying, Kabila is uh, looking for those key positions I have raised earlier, but it will be critical to at least deliver to the broader communities of DRC.
1: Mm. Dr. Lofman, your thoughts there around the formation of uh, leadership within the structures of the country I'm also reading some uh, uh, reports where earlier it was said that Jusikedi has not been able to actually forward his candidates uh, for prime minister uh, which uh, the uh, Kabila's uh, FCC has been uh, blocking his proposal in parliament So already you're seeing the tension begin in that regard
2: I think you're absolutely correct, and I think that the Prime Minister is one example of, uh, of a position that I don't think Shikini will be able to fill from, with his own candidate, but I think, uh, again, much of this cabinet will probably be chosen by the FCC too, so it's not necessarily just a question of the Prime Minister, although that's extremely important. It's also the major major offices of state, excuse me, which will be very important also. So I agree with the advocate that some of the major positions, such as the Minister of Defense, the Agriculture, as well as mining uh, interests, I think these will have a lot of Kabbalah's seal of approval on them. And I don't know how many of the major offices of the Congolese state, Shiki will actually be able to choose his own candidate for. So I think he's going to be a president in many ways in office but not really in power. We have to wait to see who actually fills the cabinet. I believe some positions have now started to be announced but I think the major officers of the state as far as I understand haven't been. But I think that really oh, it would been very, very, very strange, or very, it's going to be very unlikely we'll see a UDPS person in the cabinet positions of power.
1: Okay, let's okay. talk about the power dynamics, especially in Parliament, just so our listeners understand this, uh, Dr. Lofman, in terms of uh, the, the 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 paradigms in that regard, because we know that uh, Kabila's uh, party uh, actually holds uh, a chunk of that, and also we know that Chissakedi also has a fair amount of uh, uh, members in, in Parliament so far. But can you just elaborate on that, uh, how that governance works in in the Parliament structure? and how uh, that can actually change the power dynamics in the country.
2: Yeah, of course. So uh, the constitution of the DRC is a presidential republic and it's a bicameral institution. So you have an upper house and a lower house, uh, with the National Assembly being the lower house and the Senate being the upper house. And so if you look at the elections, the lower chamber, which is the National Assembly, is the assembly which is absolutely crucial to uh, proposing or at least passing legislation. It's the chamber in many cases which carries a great deal of authority. And in that uh, chamber we have the FC uh, or the People's Party for Reconstruction and Democracy, which is Kavala's party, holding a total of around 52 seats. Now, the, every party in Congo really has to try and form a coalition because very few parties can actually govern alone, so the PPRD, which is the Capitalist Party, has to form the FCC, and they have to try and gain this coalition, and the FCC's coalition has a great deal of uh, sway in the National Assembly, which is the uh, major house in the uh, DRC. So uh, the coalition that Tshikini has, Tshikini's uh, party is the UDPS, but the UDPS can't uh, buy on its own, it's formed the coalition, this CACH coalition, the Cap-Pour-le-Changement, that coalition, and they receive less votes, so essentially uh, Kabbalah's FCC, that coalition, has the majority of seats in the National Assembly, and it's likely that, well, the Constitution says that the the leader of the National Assembly can actually choose who becomes Prime Minister, as well as Major Cabinet positions. So it's not necessarily hugely surprising that we see Kabbalah choosing who becomes Prime Minister. Um, But I think that what people are uh, a a little bit, well, the the constitution says that you have to choose an opposition, uh, a promise from the opposition party. uh, But I think the problem that commentators have is that it looks like it's more directly coming from Kabbalah than Chichikidi.
1: Okay I'm I'm going to take a a quick break break, and I'm I'm going to look at another dimension that you've also highlighted in one of your pieces uh, uh, Dr. Loffman in terms of uh, the fact that now we've seen a pullback of uh, uh, the elected uh, Emmanuel Chadaray, who was actually uh, put forward as the leader of the Coalition for Change Party. Now we're seeing him actually taking a step back because uh, Joseph Kapilis once again taking the front seat and what does those dynamics mean, and we'll we'll talk about that after this break. This is Channel Africa, South Africa's international radio station on shortwave, internet, and satellite. Listen to Channel Africa in English, Kiswahili, French, SiLozi, Portuguese, and Chinyanja. Namu kwenye line ya simu, na moja
4: Farafina,
0: Farafina. terra do soleil.
1: Está na companhia do Serviço em Língua Portuguesa do Canal África, a voz de Renascença Africana, que transmite a partir dos seus estudos centrais de Oakland Park, cidade de Johannesburg, África do Sul. África. informing the world about africa channel africa bringing you the african perspective Thank you for joining us right here on African Dialogue from Monday to Thursday. Central African time at 11 o'clock in the morning. We contextualize the big issues of the African continent. I Thank you for joining us all over the continent. We really appreciate your following and thank you for joining us on those various platforms. I'm not alone today. I've got the privilege to speak to Dr. Ruben Lofman, lecturer in African history and deputy director of taught programs at the University of London advocate Sipomandulo is also with us once again on this topic of the Democratic Republic of Congo and he is a researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa. Well, uh, let me look at that particular point that uh, you made, uh, Dr. Ruben Lofman, in one of your pieces uh, that uh, was titled Chisekedi's Victory in the DRC is Historic, but you highlight uh, in that particular headline that it's controversial. And uh, what's interesting is uh, the fact uh, that uh, um, uh, the uh, issue of Emmanuel shadere uh, who was uh, put forward by Joseph Kabila himself, was the favoured candidate to lead the uh, p- party uh, forward, which is the common front for the Congo. But now in this coalition, we see uh, Joseph Kabila coming back into the fold. Uh, uh, Dr. Ruben Lofman, what are your thoughts around that particular dynamic?
2: I think it's interesting that it seems to come straight from Russia, that it's part, really, of the, I, I, I think the way in which Kabbalah tried to keep power during the very controversial electoral process, that it became very clear that Emmanuel Shadari wasn't going to win the popular vote, and the international community would immediately smell a rat if uh, Shadari was elected. He was so far behind in every poll, and it was very clear that something else, if Kabbalah was going to stay in power, was going to have to be done. I think that what Kavala decided to do was to have, if you like, uh, a what he would consider, I think, a public candidate, that he made a deal with Felix uh, Tshikini. And we don't know what was discussed on the 30th of December 2018, but it seems likely that this sort of process was agreed, that Tshisekedi would be the president and that Kavala would actually have majority of power within the Congolese uh, Parliament and the or Congolese uh, Senate and the Congolese National Assembly. So. I think that this deal is one in which serves Kabbalah pretty well, and it, as I say, allows Kabbalah to come back potentially in 2022 if uh, Kabbalah so chooses to do so. It uh, has more risk than Shadari because uh, Tshikhi is not a loyalist, and I think that's the interesting factor here, the extent to which Tshikhi could carve out his own niche, but it's something that I think preserves a good deal of Kabbalah's power. If I may just add that There's a huge amount of continuity. If you look at a lot of government structures, there's a lot of continuity between the Kabbalah regime and what seems to be happening now. So it looks like Kabbalah has cemented some kind of control despite not actually having Shadar in charge.
1: Well, when we when started the program, I said we'll have Ben Boko in our discussion. That's the DRC ambassador in South Africa. I think we finally were able to get him on the line, and it will be great to get just some of uh, uh, an official uh, remark uh, from his side. Uh, uh, ambassador Boko, thank you for giving us your time.
4: Yeah, It's a pleasure.
1: Now let's look at this coalition and how we got to this particular point, especially from a formal point of view. We already know that the coalition government between Felix Chisagedi and Joseph Kabila stand out a, a, a statement that says this is part of uh, uh, the transition and a power of transfer and to ensure a historic peaceful uh, move in that regard in terms of what took place on January 24, 2019. In terms of your viewpoint of the reasons behind this coalition. Could you help us uh, understand this Ambassador Mpoko?
4: Well one thing we must realize that in Congo, the Congo has been divided since our independence uh, the, the person who emerged to unify the country, the first elected Prime Minister Patrice Mumba uh, only lasted less than six months in the office. So, and Mobutu came and trying to unify the country, but it was not easy. We mm-hmm. in Congo, we need to work together. That, that, that's the main thing. We got to work together as Africans, as the Congolese, and so forth. The only way we're going to get somewhere for us to work together, put our differences aside. And forge the way forward. What to get so we can develop our country? Hmm. You you heard the saying that you know we divided, we fall, and then together we we, we stand. That right. that's that's the main the main thought behind the coalition. What do you call it? The hmm. coalition? Hmm. No, you call it government or national. You need to call it what you want. Hmm. Uh, it's it's the the, the 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 thing of let's work together. Let's develop this country together. That's the hmm. main thing. And if we can achieve that. It would be fantastic.
1: We can, we can speak in... Regardless
4: speak, how yeah. you get there, yeah. as long as the people are willing to work together, mm. that's what we... It's that we've been fighting each other. Mm. We have no reason to continue to fight each other. No reason whatsoever in the world.
1: Mm. Ambassador Mbok, I wanted to get your insights in terms of uh, the fact that as much as you say this is a very important thing in terms of um, a a, a unison kind of approach in terms of moving things forward but there are those that uh, have criticized the latest move of this particular coalition and some say that this is actually um, former President Joseph Kabila actually holding on to power what do you say to that dissident and that criticism? Mm.
4: Man, why don't you look at the glass being half full? Because you guys in the media always looking at the glass half empty. You listen more to someone who criticizes because he doesn't like what's going on instead of praising those who are trying to work together so we can move forward. We, we, I don't pay attention to those guys because you always know somebody, he wants to stay in power, uh, he, he's going to change the Constitution. It's all kinds of things that mm. they do at the end of the day, they prove to be wrong. Mm you know look, let's look at the glasses being half full instead of always the glass being half empty mm.
1: Mm. okay let me come, come do we do that mm, mm. what's wrong mm, mm. let me come to you advocates Supermod- i know what you
4: do oh. you guys people in the media, oh. you, you the media you sell the media you say the newspapers you track a thing when you are more mm. controversial mm. fine but if people are trying to work together you should praise that should not mm. criticized
1: mm. we mm.
4: should praise it oh People they the same country are trying to work together. They are getting together. Fine. We should applaud them. Mm, mm. Instead of criticizing, they always finding faults here and there. But oh, any human endeavor, uh, you're going to find weaknesses. When well, mm. human being is not perfect, you're going to find the weaknesses. But as long as people are making an effort to move forward together as a nation, we should... We should be praising that instead of criticizing
1: it. All right, let me move it to you, back to you, Advocate Sipo Mandula, who you've been waiting there for a while there. What's your assessment of what the ambassador in South Africa of the TRC is saying in terms of this coalition being a unifying front for the country? We've highlighted some of the pitfalls that we could see in terms of that relationship between Felix Chisekedi and Joseph Kabila. Your response to that, and also the, the, his criticism to us, the media. <laughs> but
3: I think Ambassador Mpoko as a, a seasoned ambassador being in South Africa, he's quite clear and correct to say that uh, can't we give them a chance for this unity government, can't we give them a chance to unite. so Congo has been going through a lot. Post 1960, as he has elaborated. I think one of the key aspects was the regional support, how SADC has to support DRC, and as well as the reporting of the media, because you'll understand that the DRC has been captured by the Europeans for so long because of the minerals. And secondly, I think we never gave the DRC a chance post the 2006 elections, because that's where it was a great opportunity for them to work on state building and capacity building because what is lacking in the DRC now is the institutional capacity building of the institutions to exist, like the parliament, executive, and the services to the Congolese. Because remember, this is a country that has got abundance of wealth that can rescue the southern region and the entire African continent, but the issues around the media reporting as well. I think it is fair if we have African reporters reporting on the DRC, being at the DRC, sharing the pain with the people of DRC, rather than we have foreign journalists mm. who are always giving us a red alert, which is not correct. So I think, in short, the issue of Emmanuel Shadari, as it was said mm. earlier, mm. my 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 take is that as a proxy that we have been saying last year, mm. I think it was proper for him to be assigned as well with his skill from foreign ministry to somewhere again because those were the candidate list that happened last year and i think for the president Mm. uh, former president kabila to be taking a lead we should not be worried because this is the internal politics of drc that we should give it a chance in this transition
1: all right dr ruben lofman we should not be worried we should give the drc coalition a chance your final sentiments
2: my final sentiments are that, you know, there have been some achievements, uh, but I think the kind of unity that we see needs to be interrogated. I don't think it's so, super bad media to interrogate the ways in which the unity mm-hmm. is achieved or the fact that there have been irregularities in the election. So I think, yes, uh, we need to look at the achievements, and the mining code, for example, could be one of those achievements, and Felix Tshikiri is very keen on that. But there are very important things happening which are potentially positive, but I don't think it's wrong with the media to say that, for you, it was probably the winner of the last Congolese election. So I think, yes, uh, we do need to highlight achievements, as well as some of the shortfalls. But we also need to keep up the role of being interrogated. We also need to interrogate uh, some of the official statements.
1: Well, I'm going to give also, Ben Boko, a final sentiment in terms of uh, the way forward, in terms of their ambitions in moving this uh, coalition forward, especially because the clear uh, dynamics that will set pace in terms of the numbers in, in Parliament. Your final sentiments, Ambassador Boko?
4: Yes, uh, sorry, I couldn't hear the other gentleman, maybe uh, he was on the speakerphone, I couldn't hear what, uh, word, what he was saying. The way forward is simple the The gentleman who just spoke he's right. We need to build the institutions instead of depending depending on the particular individuals. we need to build a raw, uh, a strong institution so that uh, they can carry the, the the work of the country uh, the development work of the country forward the, the, the gentleman is right. Congo is one of the rich countries in the world, but you see the people of Congo are impoverished because we spend a lot of time fighting instead of building. We spend, we spend we spend a lot of time destroying uh, instead of constructing. So now we are saying, let's work together. Let's build our institutions so we can move forward. It doesn't matter who is in, in charge of the institute. They are all Congolese. Shadari Congolese, Kabila Congolese, Tesekele Congolese. It doesn't matter who, he, who is, where, who is doing what. There is a room for everybody. Congo is big enough. There is a room for everyone, mm. uh, for all the 80 million people or Congo, they can get involved in the development to work. There's room for everyone. So let's not divide in terms of who is doing what and who is doing what to whom and so forth. That's totally irrelevant. Uh, the institution we're building now, we had the parliament, we had the judiciary, we had the presidency, we had the government and so forth. Mm. So we need those institutions to be strengthened to, to take the country forward. That's what is at stake here.
1: Well, a very diplomatic answer there uh, from the Ambassador Ben Mboko, the DRC Ambassador to South Africa. Uh, Thank you also to uh, Dr. Ruben uh, Lofman, that's Dr. Ruben Lofman, lecturer in African history and uh, deputy director of taught programs in the School of History at the University of London. Uh, Actually making this uh, conversation a big complex, Dr. Advocate Sipo Mandula, thank you as well. Researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa, giving us his insights uh, as well in this conversation. We really appreciate your participation. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, uh, let's uh, quickly move on. It's almost 11.45 Central African time. Only time will tell if this uh, uh, union between uh, Felix uh, Chisekedi and uh, Joseph Kabila will be smooth and actually we'll see uh, a way forward that is actually for the benefit of the people of the DRC.